This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. 2021, we made it. We made it. We're out of 2020. It's in the rearview mirror. We got a lot of great things on the docket for 2021. And this episode is a great episode, Rick, you know, because we're going to lay out the 2021 sports preview across the board for all sports uh, in 2021. And I'm excited because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, uh, things that I didn't even think about when we were we were drumming up the ideas for this. So I'm fired up, ready to give the listeners an idea of what to look for and our own takes and predictions on some of the games that are going to go into 2021. So fired up about it, Rick. I'd be remiss if I didn't say 2020, um, crazy um, bad year all around. But one of the highlights was us creating this podcast, us interviewing people like. Todd Frazier, you know, uh, Adnan Virk, uh, you know, Jerry, Go- Jerry Cooney, um, and, uh, you know, the, the list goes on. And shout out to all them for being a part of it. And it's just the beginning. The best is yet to come. And we're going to roll into this 21, 21 sports preview. Let's hit them with well, it, Nick. All right, Rob. Well, yes, sir. Yes, sir. 55 episodes down in 2020. And we're going to be cranking through podcast after podcast with content after content in this new year. So first and foremost, going chronologically, I am most excited for January 11th. It's a Monday night. It's Miami, Florida. It's Ohio State and Alabama in the college football national championship. That's gonna kick things off in my sports world in 2021. Should be a doozy. Rob, who do you like? Well, you know, let's rewind it a little bit. Um, I had Clemson beating Ohio State with confidence and Bama rolling all over Notre Dame. So, you know, 50% there. Uh, you know, I, I, Alabama is just an absolute force to be reckoned with. Uh, you know, Devonta Smith, unreal. He had three touchdowns in the game against Notre Dame. Mac Jones just looks like an elite quarterback. Uh, I think he may fall to the Patriots. I think he may somehow get into that mid-range first-round pick, and he's going to be an absolute stud uh, in the NFL. Uh, Justin Fields battling back from that injury. Uh, But I'm going to go Bama, and it's going to be an absolute gunslinging affair. Uh, I'm going to go 48-45 Alabama. Wow. Wow. That would be amazing, Rob. That would be just fireworks on South Beach. I would love nothing more than that. I'm going to go with Bama as well. Roll tide roll. I always like to go a little bit against the grain. People always think that it's going to play out in a certain way. Just for whatever reason, my gut's telling me it's not going to be as high scoring as the experts are predicting. I think we're going to have a little bit more of a low scoring battle, maybe somewhere in the 20s, low 30s. And uh, Nick Saban will be hoisting the national championship trophy when it's all said and done. 
Now that's for the college ranks, Rob. Let's talk about the pros because for the first time ever in the year 2021, the NFL has expanded their postseason playoffs to include seven teams in each of the respective conferences. So the first number one ranked team will have a bye, and then the six other teams from each conference will go head to head in a triple header both Saturday and Sunday of the first weekend of the postseason. Before we go any further, Rob, I must shout out yourself as myself in, in, in as well. We made preseason predictions for who would be in the postseason and ultimately in Tampa for the Super Bowl. Rob, kudos to both of us because as of now, our predictions are still ringing true. Let them have it, Rick. Let them have it. Let them know. Let them know who we got. Let them know who we got in the in the Super Bowl, folks. Are you ready for this? Rob predicted way back when, before the season kicked off, that the Baltimore Ravens would be defeating the Green Bay Packers. And myself, I predicted that the Seattle Seahawks would be defeating the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. All four of our teams that we have in the Super Bowl, Rob, have looked strong down the stretch. I think one of us could get it right. I think I think that uh, I am so confident in, in my predictions. Uh, the Ravens are looking absolutely in fuego right now, on fire. They just are steamrolling the Bengals as, as, we, as we speak. They're up 35 points, blowing them out. Uh, the Packers play the Bears tonight, but, geez, they are just looking like they're on cruise control, and all roads in the NFC East are going to lead through Lambeau after this week. We haven't, Rob, we haven't even included Brady and Breeze. This postseason is going to be ridiculous, and I cannot wait for it. So January is going to be filled with football in my mind, and then first weekend in February, limited capacity in Tampa should be a good one. We'll be talking more Super Bowl and NFL postseason as the podcasts roll on. We're going to get, we're going to get Andrew Field Baldinger back into the Zoom studio and we're going to let it rip and roar for the postseason. Love it. Let's talk about the National Basketball Association, which is already back in play after having been in the bubble for the remainder of the 2020 season. Let's talk about the 2021 NBA season. What are you most excited about? What are you watching? I'm going to be completely honest, Rick, and I we may lose listeners because of this, but I got to be honest. I can't fake it. Uh, I'm not a basketball guy. Never really was a b-ball guy. Um, right, so right. I'm going to stop you right there. The reason why is because you just weren't a basketball player growing up. You never had it. You never had the hook shot. Hands. I got these tiny mitts, these, these tiny little hands over here. I can't dribble a basketball. My, it, it was, it was not good. I'm not a basketball guy, Rick. I'm not that excited about it. I mean, I mean, we got the bubble, we got the state, we got the state, they're playing in their stadiums, but you know, um, like, I, I just feel like it never ended. It was an, it was an ongoing saga. I feel like basketball is just continuing. There was no off season. Uh, I'm not that excited about it. I don't get that excited about basketball games until the last three minutes. Cause my opinion is that's when they show up. That's when they actually want to play and things get dramatic. They're very exciting 
in that last three to five minute stretch of every game uh, somehow, some way rabbits get pulls out of hats, three pointers, you know, and ones uh, there's a lot of hustle. There's a lot of determination during that three to five. I love that little stretch right there. I'm really not excited until they actually, uh, until they actually have the postseason again, Rick. All right. All right. All right. You want to be Debbie Downer on the NBA. I'm going to shout them out because I love what they did in the bubble down in Florida to finish their season, LeBron James hoisting the championship trophy. And that's the biggest storyline in my mind for 2021. Can the Lakers on a condensed off season run the table again and repeat as champions? They are the odds on favor to do so, but there's a ton of players out there. You know, you got uh, uh, Giannis Umbilicopo, the Greek freak, returning to Milwaukee, signing a long-term deal. You've got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn. Can one of those two from the East go up against LeBron and AD? That would be a cool thing to watch. I'm going to be also, from a COVID standpoint, curious to see can teams and the leagues get through a year. Uh, like you mentioned and alluded to, they're playing back in stadiums, so they are traveling around the country. They're going to be playing on a little bit more of a condensed season as well. For the first time ever, the NBA is going to have a postseason play-in tournament. We'll talk more about that in future podcasts as to what that looks like and how that's set up. But for me, Rob, I'm excited to see the NBA back. I got the NBA ticket um, on TV, so I've been watching a bunch of West Coast games. I love watching Zion Williams down in New Orleans. So. I'm fired up for the NBA season. A little extra something to watch after the football games are over. I hear you. I hear it. And you also are a big D. You could be a Luka fan. I'm a Luka fan. I'm excited to watch him ball out this year. You know, uh, see what the Mavs can can do. Um, but I think the Lakers will repeat. I think they're really uh, coming together, coming to their own, uh, getting some role players. And I think they're going to be in the finals again. It's just going to be who will represent in the uh, in the East. All right, all right. Well, let's talk about a little college basketball because they tipped off a few weeks back. The season is underway. There's been some up and down, some rockiness. Coach K, most legendary coach, maybe in all of sports, most definitely in college basketball, has said that, I don't know if it feels right playing right now. And they've chugged along. However, the women's Duke basketball team did shut it down and said, we're not going to play anymore this year. So I'm just curious whether or not that's going to trickle over into the men's side. Uh, I've been watching some college basketball over the holidays. I like what I'm seeing from some of the Big Ten teams. Uh, I'm not sure how this is going to play out. Last night I was watching a Gonzaga team ranked number one undefeated. They look pretty sharp. But for me, again, storylines here, it's going to be this NCAA March Madness bubble. So uh, there's talks that the NCAA, instead of playing the March Madness like we're used to in cities all around the country and culminating in a Final Four destination, they are going to try to play the entire tournament in one centralized city. Uh, With the men's, it sounds like Indianapolis. And with the women, it sounds like San Antonio. And it should be interesting if we get to that point. And if so, what that all looks like. What are you focused on, Rob? You know, um, I agree. It's going to be interesting to see if the if the season plays out when you have somebody like Coach K just going out there and you know making a statement like that. I mean, the whole the whole NCAA's got to listen, got to take that into 
you know, frame of mind and understanding because, you know, he's, he, he's, he's the goat. Um, and, and he has some great wisdom and, and, and he's won a lot. Like he's, he's won so many. It's like Duke's always going to be a talking point in the elite eight or the final four or something like that. So it's like, he should be the one that wants to keep playing because he's going to add to his illustrious career, but he's taking a step back and looking at the health concerns. Um, so interesting point you brought up there. Uh, yeah. Look, looking to see how it pans out. Uh, college sports is just very interesting because you don't have like, it's run by all these different boards and you don't have these uh, just like one person making a stand, um, you know, for, and, and a talking points, so you have to run stuff by all these different boards. Um, if it does play out, I hope it does. I'd be so excited to see how they handle Indianapolis. And I was just about to ask you, Rick, do you know if they're going to play at Lucas oil stadium, if they're going to play at the, like, is it, is it the city of Indianapolis will be the hub? Like, are they going to play at Butler? Are they going to play at, uh, where the Pacers play? Are they going to play at uh, Lucas oil stadium? Like how, how will that pan out? All great questions, Rob. Nothing has been finalized and announced as of yet, but uh, it's got the potential. And this is where it kind of gets exciting. I get a little goosebumpy thinking about it. But bringing all of those teams into one area would be a challenge to facilitate in just one or two, maybe three arenas. The state of Indiana is arguably the most credited when it comes to basketball and its rich history of basketball all the way down into the high school level. And there are some famous high school gyms in the state of Indiana, capacities of around five, six, seven thousand. 7,000. Uh, it's kind of like in Texas with high school football. But so there is talks that perhaps incorporating the aforementioned stadiums that you alluded to, along with maybe some of those iconic high school uh, arenas could make it possible. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear more in the month of January and February. But for me now, if it takes place in Indy, that's the first Final Four that I ever went to back in 2010. That city is set up for it, whether there's fans or no fans. It's a basketball town, my friend. Yeah, it's uh, Indy is like sneaky for hosting everything. Like the Super Bowl's been there a bunch of times. Um, they're always hosting, I feel like, March Madness at some level um you know like at, at different at different levels but yeah that'll be cool man i remember when you made that trip that was uh that was duke versus butler the hometown butler bulldogs and uh you were sitting right next to coach k it was a great great journey i reflect on it often and uh rob i'm ready to rock and roll to the ice to the what up everybody Sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here, but Rick and I have to pay the bills, so we're going to run an ad. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show, guys. The ice hockey. Let's talk about the NHL. We talking ice? Like igloos, igloos and Eskimo and ice? And ice. Rick, I have to take a warm bath just thinking about all this ice. 
Hey, hey, listen. What movie? What movie? Cool Runnings. Come on now. Number one, baby. Dead Mon? Uh, no, I'm just breathing. <laughs> so uh, here we go. NHL doing the same as the NBA. They went in bubble mode to complete their season last year. However, this year, they will be traveling around a little bit differently than we're accustomed to. They've realigned the divisions. I love what the NHL did, showing their flexibility. They've created an all-Canada division, meaning, i.e., all Canadian teams will be playing each other throughout the season, which I think will be spectacular. Hockey in Canada, nothing like it. And then in America, they're going to have an East Coast, a Central, and a West Coast, and it's all going to play out. It's going to be, I think, a really great season to watch, uh, a condensed offseason, and then a condensed regular season. We're going to get to it in a little bit, but there is uh, – some Olympic Games happening this summer in Tokyo, and uh, both the NBA, the NHL, everybody's trying to wrap up NBC, a lot of the TV networks. They'd like to be done before the Tokyo Olympics begin in late July. Mm, mm, mm. Did you just jump all the way to Tokyo? I went there and back in like 10 seconds. It was pretty fun. <laughs> now, talk to us about these Lake Tahoe games. Sure. So uh, the NHL is very, uh, every year, proud to host an outdoor hockey game, if not one, but several. And uh, that typically takes place on New Year's Day, which has come and gone. The season has not yet begun. The NHL knew that the season wouldn't be starting until mid-January. And they wanted to come up with a way to uh, pay homage to what has become an annual tradition. And for the most part, there probably won't be fans in the stands at all this season in the NHL. A little bit different because, you know, you're inside an arena versus outdoor stadiums, which we're starting to see uh, with football and other sports have a few fans. But with the NHL, probably won't have much fans at all throughout the season. And they definitely won't have them in Lake Tahoe in late February, where they're set to host two outdoor games on Lake Tahoe. It's going to be beautiful. I just read about it the other day. Excited to learn more. I know we've got some dear friends at the NHL. We look forward to tapping into their knowledge, maybe getting some inside scoop at a later podcast date. But for now, Rob, two games scheduled late February on Lake Tahoe. Should be beautiful. I can't wait to talk more about that with you at a later date. I love it. I love it. Lake Tahoe. If you haven't been to Lake Tahoe, Google pictures, check it out. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, I was doing some business work in San Francisco, rented a car because I had to do some business work in Tahoe and drove through the Sierra Nevada mountain range uh, during a snowstorm and in an outback, which was nice, you know, a little outback commercial, I felt like. And uh, it is uh, one of the most uh, beautiful and breathtaking spots in the, uh, in the Northwest, uh, you know, United States. So Lake Tahoe, awesome location. And we're moving on, Rick. We're moving Rob, on. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. TripAdvisor Rob Grant there. He's your local uh, host for anything Lake Tahoe, it sounds like. Uh, just one final point on the NHL is uh, it was different watching the Stanley Cup without the fans in the postseason. I'm not confident we are going to see a postseason and a Stanley Cup with full stadiums, uh, maybe a couple, but unfortunately, I think we're going to go another year without that raucous 
postseason atmosphere that I know you, me, and all those listeners out there enjoy. Let's get into some golf, Rob. You and I are very passionate about golf. We love, love, love the Masters. I'm also excited to see the Open, the British Open return. You might recall it was the one major last season that was not played because of the COVID virus. So they'll be back on the docket this year in July. And we've got a April Masters coming up. What are your thoughts on all that and Dustin Johnson possibly repeating? Well, um, the Masters within six months, pretty cool. Two Masters within six months. You don't have to wait all year. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm praying, I'm hoping the fans and the, the patrons, as we call them, are there uh, because uh, Rick and I work the Masters. Uh, you know, we worked it in 2019, unfortunately did not work it in 2020 because of COVID. Uh, but, you know, we just got emails the other day to invite us back to work. So fingers crossed for that. Really excited. Um, and uh, I, I hope it happens. I hope it happens. And, you know, yeah, DJ's hot. Uh, you know, there hasn't been much golf. So I feel like he was hot the end of the year. He might be hot the end to, to start it. Um, could, could win it. Uh, you know, but I'd be really, I'd be really fired up for some other people to get in there. Um, I, I would just be so excited if Tiger Woods won it again, that would just be absolutely ridiculous. Do I think it's going to happen long shot? No, but I'm, I'm rooting for Tiger on the back end of his career, just to put a stamp on it. I thought he stamped it pretty well in 2019. You might be getting a little greedy, my friend, but if there's one tournament that he can do it in, it is the master's. As you said, there are a tremendous amount of other fantastic golfers out there that would make for exceptional storylines. The list goes on and on and on. We'll be talking more Masters as we get closer in April, but uh, that's my golf viewing excitement for this year, along with the weekly tournaments all around the country. Shout out to the golf industry. Rob, let's get back to Major League Baseball. Let's talk a little bit about uh, spring training. Uh, that's typically right around the corner. Pitchers and catchers are normally reporting in early February. Um, so um, I'm interested, however, though, because I'm not confident that the spring training is going to take place in Arizona and Florida like we're accustomed to. Typically, half the league goes to Arizona, half the league goes to Florida, and they play about 15, 20 games, getting ready for the season. Spring training baseball, you and I grew up going down to Florida and experience it. Shout out to Roger Dean Stadium in Jupiter, Florida. But uh, I don't necessarily think that that's going to happen this year. It's going to be a huge economic blow to a lot of these small cities that are used to hosting uh, two months worth of entertainment. So I hope it does, but I'm not sure that it's going to. Yeah, I don't know if it will uh, as well, uh, you know. I want them to have it because of all the young guys getting shots like, you know, Zach Granite, who is a friend of the pod, Shane McCarthy, uh, you know, uh, Jake Kalish, uh, all friends of the pod. Um, and, and spring training is where you can set yourself apart from the competition, turn some heads, if you will. So I hope it happens. Um, not looking too good. Uh, when the season will begin, I'm not quite sure. Uh, you know, I'm probably going to be like, what do you think, like mid-May or June? Well, I'll tell you, Major League Baseball came out with their 2021 schedule already. They came out with it last year, actually, while the 
regular season was still going on. It was kind of bizarre and pretty, I think, premature. But uh, they were just on schedule with what they typically do. And they released the schedule with it starting uh, at the beginning of April this year. However, I do believe, and signs are pointing to perhaps a delayed start. Uh, minor league baseball was on the shelf all last season. Again, talk about communities and economic, just not 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 good situations, Rob. Um, I hope for them they can get back to it, but they live on uh, gate revenue with people coming into the games and. You know, maybe hopefully if that's a little delayed and like you said, May or June, baseball gets rolling again with spectators, both professionally and down through the minor league ranks. I think that would be wonderful. A uh, couple storylines I'll be looking out for, Rob. Uh, are the Dodgers going to repeat? Uh, Clayton Kershaw, World Series champion last year. Uh, do they have it in them to repeat? Or will division rival San Diego Padres take the crown this year. They've had some great off-season transactions. They were a hot team last year. Uh, there's a lot of baseball storylines. As we get closer to the baseball season, we'll dive more into those. I know, Rob, there's a couple near and dear to your heart that uh, you'll be following. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I, I really want the, uh, the, the, the Padres to do well. They've making so much noise, young, young crew, young bloods over there, uh, turning heads, definitely electric to watch. I'm excited for the Mets, new ownership. So uh, seeing what kind of moves they make. I'm a, I'm a big Met fan, diehard Met fan, grew up going to Shea. So I want to see what they can do. I want to see what they can do. Their, their new owner, uh, Cohen, has gone out and said, if we are not in the World Series in the next five years, that is a disappointment. So, and it would be. It would one, be. One of the biggest payrolls in, in baseball. Let's see if they can uh, put their money where their mouth is. I'm rooting for him, Rob. You and I have had some great times at City Field in the postseason. Also, two other calendar notes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, last year, Major League Baseball did not get to team up with the Little League World Series and play their annual game in Williamsport, which coincides with the Little League World Series in August. That did not happen. It is on the docket for this season, and I do hope that that does take place. Jersey boy Mike Trout and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim are scheduled to be in that matchup. And then also too, Rob, Major League Baseball was desperately trying to have a Field of Dreams game played out in Dyersville, Iowa at the Field of Dreams movie site, which you and I visited back in 2013. And for me, it would be great to see those two games happen. I'm sure that they will happen this year. Let's keep our eyes out for that. Yep. Yep. Rob, I talked a little bit about the Tokyo Olympics postponed. Let's also let's also talk a little bit about that. You've got baseball, basketball, golf, gymnastics, and swimming. Those are the sports that I like watching during the Summer Olympics. July 23rd in Tokyo. A lot of resources are being poured into it. Is there any particular sport you'll be watching this year? Uh, you know, I, I haven't been paying too much about that, Rick, because that's all the way in July. I operate off sometimes a 72-hour window on my life. Um, is track going to be involved at all? Of course it will be involved, and we'll hopefully see our boy Nigel Talton as well as Mr. Gorman, both friends of the pod. would be fantastic to see them in Tokyo this summer. Oh man, that would, that would make me a very, very happy guy. Um, that's why I asked, 
I'm going to be rooting for Timmy Gorman, rooting for Nigel Talton, the freeze. We still have to get the freeze versus Rob Brandt. I'm in high training. You know, I got, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the Peloton now. I've been doing laps. I've been putting in the miles, putting in the work, working on my diet, working on what I watch and eat, and, you know, getting the stretching in. And I want to face off. I'm going on record, you know, January 3rd, 3.40 p.m. on a Sunday. I want to I want to race the freeze. I want to race the freeze in in, have, uh, in Atlanta. You'll have your day. You'll have your day against the freeze. I think you will. Now, Rob, as, as we going back, this- let me let me just go back to the Summer Olympics. I'd be excited for it all. I like it. Um, it's going to be very interesting how it plays out because of the travel. Because of you know, they're they're probably going to have to mandate that every athlete needs to have the vaccine um, because of the travel and just everybody coming from all around the world. Uh, you know, so it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens, but I would love it. I love the summer Olympic. It's, it's definitely better. I think it's better than the winter Olympics. I love the summer Olympics. Sure. All nations coming together after a worldwide pandemic It should be a spectacle. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to wind down this podcast, but before we do, I just want to touch on the U S open tennis tournament, which will be played next, uh, this coming year, I should say in August, uh, and September. Uh, I'll be most following the ball persons, boys and girls, men and women. I had the unique opportunity of being a ball person. So that now is on my radar. Uh, Wimbledon, of course, I want to see how that looks. And then, uh, you know, can Serena Williams or any of the big three men, Novak Djokovic, Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer, can any of them get one more elusive championship under their belt? this year. I'll be keeping an eye out for those on the court. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Moving on to some more talking points. Uh, you know, I think, I think one a place that holds a special spot in our hearts is the little league world series in Williamsport PA. And, uh, you know, Rick, for those, for the friends of the pod that are listening, Rick, uh, in a, in a previous work life had a, a working relationship with the little league World Series, providing them with, uh, you know, brochures, pamphlet materials, yada, yada, yada. Uh, any, any who, um, he, uh, he, he loves the people at William, Williamsport. I love the people at Williamsport. Uh, I, hope, I hope they have the Little League World Series. Uh, but again, it comes down to that travel, maybe a little more restricted travel. They already have a bubble-esque scenario where everybody just comes in and stays at Williamsport. So uh, I hope it happens. Sure. And listen, we're rooting for the people in Williamsport, but it's more about the kids around the world, Rob. We've got thousands and thousands and thousands of children that unfortunately didn't get a chance to play sports in 2020. So we want to see them back out on the ball fields, love to see them compete, build some friendships and lifelong memories. And as you said, have it culminate in August in Williamsport. That'll be great. Uh, I want to see the Kentucky Derby, Rob, with fans. I don't know if that's going to happen this year or not. But uh, when that comes back, I know you and I are having a trip planned to uh, check out the Kentucky Derby. Shout out to Ram Silverman of Golden Tickets, who says that's one of the top three best sporting events to attend. We're going to we're going to talk Derby to me, baby. Talk Derby to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get to that eventually when we get closer. (laughs) Uh, Full capacity, Rob. When do you expect if you had to pick a date? I know you're not much for one for 
guessing and betting and gambling, although you did have a weekend in Atlantic City recently, I heard. Hey, that was an absolute bender. Uh, you know, maybe once a year we do that type of stuff, but that is not a common, common occurrence, my friend. All right. If you had to bet the house on it, when do you think we will see 100% capacity at a sporting event? Rick, bet the house. I love this house. We live on the river. I just painted the walls. I, I'm, I'm pouring sweat equity into this house. I'm pouring equity in this house. I'm putting my hard-earned dollars into this house. Rick, I'm going safe as hell on this bet. We're, we're going 2022 is when the full capacity games happen. And I don't even think it will be until like the summer of 2022. Regrettably, I have to agree, Rob. I don't believe in 2021 we are going to see any sporting events at a full 100% capacity. Uh, our sports road trips and uh, trips along the country, uh, wherever they may be, uh, I know you and I feel strongly about that atmosphere, shoulder to shoulder, tailgating scene. Uh, I think you're right. It'll be 2022 before we see that again. I'm not going to give a date. I'm not going to give a game, but I think it will be a little while. Last but not least, we'll wrap around with the fall college football and NFL season uh, starting in the August, September timeframe. Uh, let's see how this one wraps up over the next month or so. And I know we'll have a ton of great storylines leading into that season. Rob, I couldn't be more excited for 2021 and all the sports world has to offer. For all you listeners out there, I'm Rick Brandt. And I'm Rob Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Thanks for listening. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.